In theory. In theory. In a world. A one-man fighting machine. Is this episode 106? 106. Jesus. <laughs> Remember when we thought 10 was, was a lot? Good, good, good. Did I ever tell the story about the guy who thought Bob Ross was Jimi Hendrix? What? <laughs> you play with your balls a lot. Welcome to Irritable Dad Syndrome. We're doing the intro one time this week, and that's it. Here are your hosts, Mike and Darren. Hey, this is Irritable. Irritable Dad Syndrome. How do we do this? Would you, you say, you say hey, I, "Hey, I'm Mike"? And hey, I I'm say, Mike, I, and I'm Darren. Yeah, but don't we say Welcome this? Welcome to Irritable Dad Syndrome. This is episode okay. All right. six. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Darren. This is episode one. <laughs> Sounds like episode one. God. <clears throat> hey, I'm Mike. I'm Darren. With this. Oh, for I'm not doing this on purpose. I'm not. I, I, I believe you. Okay. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Darren. This is at God bless America. <laughs> hey, I'm Mike. I'm not Darren. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> okay. You really enjoy that, don't you? (laughs) Oh, my. Hey, I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. This is Irritable Dad Syndrome, episode 106. You know what happened in 2006? What? I, I don't know. I don't have any idea. idea. No. <laughs> I don't know. Welcome to Irritable Dad Syndrome. We're very excited that you're here. We are. Yeah, this is going to be a great show. We're going down the run and we've got hot things to talk about. One, I saw something at a Weird Al concert last week that I have never seen in all the probably hundred concerts that I've seen in my life. Yeah, and I have a new business idea that I would love to try out. I would like to be a concert life coach. Oh, okay. I did something on the internet that has gone viral. I'll explain that. Okay, and we have plans for the Mammal Core band, Venomous Beaver. Mammal Core? Yeah. Okay. It's a type of heavy metal. Very exciting. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Before we get going, I want to mention something real quick. I'm not going to spend a lot of time, but last week was a train wreck. It was a disaster. Mm. It <laughs> Everything that could have went wrong went wrong yeah. with that show. The recording stopped. We lost access to Twitch. We lost our stream. We lost our live guest. And we damn near we, lost our lives. Just, it was... It was- for everybody who listened to episode 105, the uh, edit of Frankenstein, thank you so much, and thank yeah. you for coming back. So usually, <laughs> for Darren to get that for Klimt, yeah, it has to be, yeah. we have to be a good 15, 20 minutes into the show with mm-hmm. me just in one of my moods where right. I'm pushing his buttons. But Darren was for Klimt within the first two minutes of the show, and it... Normally, we can pull those back from uh-huh. the, the, the edge of death, but right. this one just spiraled into a brick wall. 
We pick up the pieces. Yeah. We start going again. We hit the wall again. Boom. <laughs> well, you know what? Normally, I just can can roll with it. Yeah. But I got thrown off. I was off my game. And I'm like, yeah. well, we'll just, you know, let's just start the show again. Yeah. I had no idea we were going to start the show yeah. three more times. And, yeah. and to add to it, mm-hmm. the week before was the week we were supposed to record an entire episode. And yeah. we had to shut that down. So we had half a show. Kind of. No, we had like a quarter of a show. Yeah. Well, we had some things happen that I wanted to get out because you got to get in the moment. You got to get them. So we recorded all that. And then we're like, you know what? What we'll do is we'll just edit it in next week. No one will ever know the difference. We forgot we had a guest. So part of our show is going to be just me and Mike. Ha ha. I think you're funny. I think you're funny too. And then we're going to throw in a guest. And then so, okay. So why aren't we talking to the guest during this part? And (laughs) it was just a disaster. I mean, there was one very... (laughs) Very disturbing part of that is uh-huh. that I had to repeat myself once, yeah, and it sounded a lot better the second time, right. which which caused a, like a little itch in the back of my brain that said, "If you guys rehearsed, oh. this would be a better." Oh show. my god, are you kidding me? But We'd then, be insane if we rehearsed. And then another part of my brain said, "This is a podcast, right?" Okay, yeah, you can't, yeah. <laughs> the jankiness is part of it. <laughs> Janky, so. so welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome. You went to go see. Weird Albert. I saw Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. And Al is not Albert, it's Alfred. Alfred. Alfred okay. Yankovic. This like is... Batman's butler. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. And I know I talked about it a little bit last week. Uh, something that I didn't mention was I took my youngest son, Cameron, with me. Mm-hmm. And we go all the way up to the Schuster Center in Dayton. And I don't know if you've ever been to the Schuster Center. It's beautiful. It looks like the Aronoff Center here in Cincinnati, okay? Yeah. It is absolutely beautiful. We pass the Schuster Center and take mm-hmm. a take a right and get into a parking garage okay. where we found a spot easily, actually a little too easy. And I was almost at the point where it's like, can I really park here? This doesn't seem like it's only three dollars to park. Yeah, crazy, right? Yeah, we're walking from the parking garage to the Schuster Center, uh-huh. and there's a woman walking by herself, and she keeps turning her head, looking at an invisible person behind her, and cussing him out. (laughs) (laughs) And she is just... And then she looks at us like, how dare he? How dare he? And Cameron gives you this look like, Dad, I'm scared. And I said, buddy, stay behind me. (laughs) Stay with me. All the time. I had no idea what this woman was... You know, and all she was doing was walking and looking at somebody who wasn't next to her and cursing just loudly. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. So we're walking to the Schuster Center. Okay. We let the lady who's cursing, we let her get way, way, way ahead Mm -hmm. of us. And we get in and we find our seats. Now we're way, way at the top. We're in the nosebleeds. We're, We're three rows away from being at the very top. Okay. All right. It's like, I love Weird Al. Mm-hmm. The tickets were really pricey for this. Yeah. And uh, I was like, yeah. And so I opted for some uh, uh, less expensive yeah. seats. Yeah. And I mentioned last week, this particular tour, Al did not do the parodies. He didn't come out in the fat suit. He didn't do Smells Like Nirvana. He didn't dress like, you know, Michael Jackson. He didn't do any of that. Mm-hmm. He did all these obscure original songs that he did on his past 14 or so albums. And it was a great show. We're sitting there and we're getting ready for the show to start. And I look over and I'll be damned if there's not a person, probably six foot tall, in full wolf. There was a furry, a furry. 
It's what, what they, everyone around us was saying. Yeah. But why would a furry be at a Weird Al concert? Why wouldn't a furry be at a Weird Al concert? That's not really where you go to hook up with anybody at any time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like earlier before the show started, yeah. I said, I saw something I'd never seen at a Weird Al show, and my friend Steve Farrell said, what, a hot chick? <laughs> that's, a, see, that's like a Rush show. Exactly. You know, I, exactly. <laughs> I was telling Fancher just this weekend, when I went to go see Rush R40 in Columbus, mm-hmm. I went by myself, and the seat next to me was... Some lady, I think she might have been 30-something or whatever, Mm -hmm. was the only female that I remember seeing in that arena. Right. You know. Yeah. And it was, and she made, she made a comment. She's like, I think I'm the only girl here. <laughs> and I said, you're a girl? No, I didn't. I said, really? Yeah, yeah you probably yeah. are. I yeah. mean, these guys are famous for that. Yeah. Anywho. But I'm going to post a picture. Uh-huh. And anyway, I sent a picture to my wife. I said, look what we saw. And she's like, what the hell is that? <laughs> it's a guy, girl, I don't know, yeah. full wolf outfit. What you had in that picture was what is commonly referred to as evidence. A wolf in sheep's clothing. Yeah, uh, wow. But um, yeah. yeah. So, but it was it was a great concert. We had yeah. fun and Cameron got to uh uh see a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> so, I came up with a business idea. Okay. I shouldn't call it a business idea. I want to help people. Oh, okay. I think I could be a good concert life coach okay. for people. And this came about because of our mutual friend Fancher. Right. He chose not to go see Rush with me back in R40. Okay. Okay. There were rumors, there were some rumblings about that this may be their last tour. Right. And then, lo and behold, it ended up being their yeah, last tour. Neil, Neil Peart passed mm-hmm. away. And so he has beaten himself up for that. I think that was in 2015. Every year, he's yeah. every time I see him, he's yeah. like, I can't believe I didn't go see the Rush show. Yeah. Should have went. I can't believe I didn't go see it. Roger Waters tickets came up. This is back in 2020. Right. I sent it out to the group. Yep. Ventures. I'm, you know, I don't think I'm going to go. I don't want to go, whatever. It gets to be within a week of the show. Man, should I go see it? Because it was up near where he was. I was like, I mean, you could still go probably the day of and pay out the yin yang for mm-hmm. a ticket, but yeah. I think it's worth going. I think the Roger Waters show was an excellent show, yeah. especially if I'm- you enjoy. Pink Floyd and the, the Roger of the, Waters of side. The, of the Pinky Floyds. Yeah, uh, Pink and his band. Yeah. And anyway, so he elected not to go. And then when I talked to him this weekend, he was just like, I can't believe I didn't go to the Roger Waters. It's like, you need a life coach. Yeah. You need someone to force you to go to concerts that they know you're going to regret missing. Yeah. It's like, I will be that for, I will buy a ticket for a concert that I know you should go to. Yeah. And I will come to your house and get you and drag you to that show. Yeah. And you'll fight me. You'll have some reason. You've got to do your taxes. You you know, you just made Kool-Aid. Whatever it is. <laughs> it's sitting around like, it's going to get warm. I'm taking you to the <laughs> oh, show. Yeah. I was telling Bess about this. And uh-huh. she said, I, that's probably a good idea. He probably would have really appreciated you bringing him to Roger Waters, yeah. regardless of yeah. where it was. And then yeah. I started thinking, man. It would be nice to have somebody with you at it. Like, what if you? I, I said this is the reason, or part of the reason, why I've go I've gone to many concerts myself. Rush, I can never find anybody to go see Rush. Technically, you and I saw Rush together at Riverbend. Yes. Yeah, we just weren't together. Right, but we were in the same. We're show. the same show. When you like bands like Rush and Primus, going to see Megadeth, it's not always easy to find someone to go with. And Fancher has a problem in that nobody in his town wants to leave the confines of the town. Right. And he lives 90 minutes away from Pittsburgh, which has tons of shows. Every concert t-shirt. Listeners, pause the show. Mm-hmm. Go look at a concert t-shirt. Grab any shirt from Any yours. shirt, and Pittsburgh's going to be on there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So anyway, 
here's the deal. I thought I could offer my services. I will go with you to whatever show you want to go to. Yeah. And I will be how you want me to be. If you want me to just sit there <laughs> and not talk to you, I'll do that. If you want me to lose my I will and, be however you want yeah, me to be. <laughs> I'll have a pricing structure. You want me to lose my <laughs> and headbang? Uh-huh. You want me to get hammered and get thrown out? Mm-hmm. Well, you pick a package, uh-huh. whatever, however you want me to be, that's how I'll be at the show. If you want me to speak to you in an English accent the entire time, yeah, yeah. if you want me to yell uh, explanations for what each song means really <laughs> loudly to other people around us while we're doing it, I will do that. I will, or she wrote that about when she yeah. dated Dave Coulier. <laughs> she used yeah. to date him, and that's why she wrote that. Oh yeah, yeah. And then Beth said, "Well, what if somebody like, what if they want you to go to a Britney Spears concert and headbang?" I was like, "If they pay me enough, yeah. I'll go headbang the Britney Spears." I would go. See I don't Britney care. Spears, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And then I thought I could offer more services. Mm-hmm. What do we always end up doing? You've been to a number of concerts with me. What's one thing that I always do? I always get in the damn merch line, yes. and then we're sitting there, yes. standing there, I'm yes. sorry, for like 45 minutes, so I can spend 50 bucks on a t-shirt Yes, that I will wear. I do wear my t-shirts. I know but you do, yeah. yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if Have you someone had someone there. with you just stand in line for you? Yeah. To send you, text you a picture uh-huh. of the merch yeah. while you're at your seat enjoying your beverage. And you tell me what you want, and I'll buy it and bring it back, and wow. you have it. I'll hold it for you throughout the show. Wow. Keep it from getting wrinkled. D- uh, I'll bring uh, you a beer. Uh-huh. I'll be your beer bitch if you if, if that's what you want me to be. Uh-huh. Take me to go see. Well, you can't do Slayer. But you would miss you would miss part of the show. Though. That's, I'm I'm there. I'm, you don't care I'm about being that. paid to be there. I don't care about that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now see, I'm not going to do it for concerts that I want to see. Like I'm not going to go like be somebody's. Concert beer life coach at U two. Yeah. Yeah. I will pay someone to be my concert beer bitch at yeah. U two. You see, I could have used you back in the nineties. Yeah, I, I think know. this is a, a valuable service. Right? When I lived in Johnson City, Johnny Cash was coming to Knoxville. I couldn't. I was. I asked one buddy of mine. He couldn't go. Didn't have enough money. I asked another buddy to go. Yeah. He couldn't go. Something came up at the house and his wife, and they couldn't work out their schedule. And I didn't want to go to Knoxville by myself. So yeah. if I called you, you would have like like ridden in the car with me. You would yeah. have shared the drive. W- w- there would yeah. have been a questionnaire. Yeah, you know how yeah. excited do you want me to be? Exactly. Do you want me to? I, you know, for a price, yeah. I'll listen to their entire catalog before we go. So yeah. I'm singing along and, and yeah. throwing fists. And the thing do is, you, do you want me to start a fight with somebody that's not wearing the right T-shirt right. while we're there? Yeah, I didn't that. go. And then Johnny Cash died. Yeah. And I never saw him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could have used you all those years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. So you, are you going to offer up this service? Or is it this I'm thinking, I'm seriously thinking something about, that you're thinking about. No, doing? I, I, it, the idea came to me, that, but the more I think about it, the more <laughs> yeah. I think it would be a valuable service. Well, because the last time Billy Idol came around, I asked you and you said no. Then I asked my buddy Eric and he said, <laughs> yeah. no, he couldn't go. He's working. My buddy uh, yeah. uh, Tad couldn't go. And then he couldn't go. Another friend couldn't go. Mm-hmm. Uh, my buddy Greg couldn't go. And then I was like, I've, I'm literally, I'm asking people who I haven't seen in 15 years. Yeah. Hey, I remember me. I was at your wedding. Yeah. Do you want to go see Billy Adel? No, <laughs> I didn't. So I called you again. I said, look, I can't get anybody to go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's all I said. Goes, like, yeah. like, you're doing this. <laughs> and you said, okay. And you had I mean, a good time. Yeah. I could offer up a service where I buy the tickets. I mean, yeah. you pay me, obviously, for right. a premium. Right. I ain't doing this for free. I know, because I hate doing the, the yeah. Ticketmaster thing and all that crap. Just call up, uh, you know, mm-hmm. brr, brr, Mike's Concert Life Coach Emporium. Can yep. I help you? <laughs> yes, I'd like to go see Machine Gun Kelly uh-huh. in... 
Botswanovich, West Virginia, on October 3rd. Yeah, okay. Oh. Uh, now, you would go to West Virginia if, if the price is right. What package would you like? <laughs> we have the, I just drive you to the show uh-huh. and do a rolling, kick you out the side of the car, and then drive home. Right. All the way up to the ultimate package, which mm-hmm. is, I get the tickets. You mm-hmm. tell me what your range of price is. Right. I will deliver drinks to you, deliver food to you while at the show. I'll buy the merch for you. You pick one of my many characters that I have. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to bang head? Right. Do you want me to talk everyone around you's ear off? Do you want me to start a fight with somebody mm-hmm. over the t-shirt that I'm wearing? Yeah. Like I did with the U2 Octum baby guy. Yeah, Do you want me to throw down and throw start a fight with you? That was fiction. Yeah. Do yeah. you want me to get thrown out of the show and yeah. f- have someone there to film it? Have both the irritable dads. You film that me could getting be, thrown out of the that show. That could be called the conversation starter package. Yeah. Yeah. When everybody goes, hey, can you believe that bald guy, yeah. idiot? Yeah. Do you want the VIP backstage pass? Of course, they would have to pay for all of it. Right. Where I get really excited and go up to the band and start asking them about songs that they totally didn't write <laughs> and albums that aren't theirs. If I go up and talk to Britney well, Spears about Dark Side of the Moon, right, was, it, right. was it hard because Nick Mason, because he was so jacked up on drugs? Nah, was come it on. weird? Come on. No, yeah. but if you, I swear to God, if you walked up to John Bon Jovi and then started singing <laughs> like uh, uh, Thunderstruck, that would be that would be badass. <laughs> you bet. Woo! Yeah. yeah, I think people would pay for that. People I, pay for like Pee Wee Herman to say hi, it's your birthday. <laughs> you know, they pay for me to be their beer bitch. I'm gonna. You this, think it? You think it's a good a, idea? This is a good idea. Maybe we shouldn't broadcast. This, this is a very good idea. <laughs> it's a service. Mike's concert ticket emporium. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of people could use I me. I think so, too. I think the guy walking around Gojira <laughs> that wanted everyone to kill him could have used me. Yes. Will you kill me? <laughs> yeah. Now, that's that's okay. on the I'll kill you Okay, bracket. so how much is it going to cost oh. for you? Now, hear me out. Okay. Because there's got to be someone okay. who one of the worst things about going to concerts mm-hmm. is waiting in line at the bathroom. Are you going to wait in line and like get a urinal for whoever? Oh, Say, this, one's, this one's clear. Yeah, but I, urinal number three is empty, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> and then you, you, I have to work out the logistics on that because you got to okay. be careful. There's yeah. a code. I'm not going to break any codes. Okay. There's a there's a code <laughs> in the in the bathroom. Now I don't know about how the women folk do it because I've never been in a women's restroom right. at a concert that I remember. But almost every concert I've been to, a woman has been in the guy's room. But in the yeah, yeah. But as you get closer to the urinals in the guys, it becomes more and more serious. Yeah. Outside, it's free for all. Whatever. Hey, oh, I'm in front of you. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. I got a pretzel in my hand. As you get closer, <laughs> you get within one or two. People of the urinal you cut in, it's like walking into the Hell's Angels and kicking over a bike. You yeah. don't do it. No, you don't. No. <laughs> so, you know, I'll, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna violate any bro codes. Out work there. Out, yeah, work out a price structure, and, and I think we, I'll, yeah, I'll totally go see whoever, like whatever. And Who, let, hear, hear me out. Hear yeah. me out. So blink one eighty two, and I'll bring a whatever. All of the proceeds for this will go to hear me out. Me irritable dad syndrome. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which is me and you. <laughs> yeah. Me. <laughs> This portion of our show is brought to you by Just Heels. How many times have you opened a loaf of bread only to discover that your two favorite pieces, the top and bottom, have already been eaten? I'm Dave Lay, and crap, like this happens to me all the time. That's why I buy this revolutionary product, Just Heels. Just Heels is exactly that, a bag full of heels. 
only top and bottom pieces of bread, and it's quite delicious. So stop the bickering and badness at your home and buy Just Heels so everyone can enjoy that top and bottom bread goodness. Mmm, Heels. Now, back to the show. Last week, mm-hmm. after we recorded the train wreck, the podcast, yeah. the disaster, the, uh-huh. the <laughs> show. I thought it was a pretty good show. <laughs> it did. After you stitched it together. It did turn out fine. I mean, Frankenstein yeah. was a walking, moving, yeah, functional vocal part, thing. He was a functional part of society. After he was stitched together. For a while. Yeah. Before that, he was just a bunch of body parts laying right. around, stinking <laughs> up the place. Which is what we had when we... Ended recording. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I got in the car. Yeah. And the first thing I thought was, oh, Jesus Christ. How, I got to quit the how show. I, yeah. How we, how, yeah. What am yeah. I going to do? I get in the car and then yeah. bzz, bzz, the phone buzzes. I look and it's my wife and she sends me a text. Yeah. And uh, I've mentioned before how much I love my wife. Well, yeah. my wife loves me too. Oh. But the text she sent me said, and I quote, <clears throat> Either come home with a mounds bar or don't bother walking through the door. <laughs> Exclamation point. Nope. Please. No, I'd hey, like to thank hey, honey. For, I'd like to thank her for this week's title. <laughs> either walk home. Either come home with a mounds bar. Oh. Uh, <laughs> good times. Good times. And so she's. I'm thinking of Top Gun. Yeah. Take me to bed or lose me forever. <laughs> the goose. That's right. <laughs> Last weekend, mm-hmm. we took my son to the University of Cincinnati. They had an open house. Okay. okay. He's going to be applying for colleges here soon. And if anybody wants to step up and offer him a scholarship, go to irritabledadsyndrome.com. Yeah. And uh, we'll work something out. Yeah. So we're at the University of Cincinnati, and we're in there. Would you like me to be here as his beer, bitch? Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Absolutely. Right, okay. Sure, right, sure. Yeah. We'll work something out. Okay. They have all the people who were there initially sitting in the stadium where they play baseball. Yeah. Okay. And we get there and we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting. They had iced coffee and water and it was a beautiful day. Standard fare. Exactly. Yeah. Finally, it's time to start. And what do they do? They bring out the equivalent of a warm up act. It's this okay. chick. She comes out and she's like, and, and this is okay. one of the things that bugs me. This is like a just stop. Okay. I hate when people say, How's everybody doing? No, uh... no, 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 no. How's everybody doing? And then I was like, what are you, deaf? Yeah. We, we literally just said we're good, okay? We're not here to see uh, Slipknot, okay? Uh-huh. This isn't a concert. Yeah. You know, Bon Jovi's not coming out. Right. Geechee Guy's not coming out. Geechee we're guy. here for for open house, yeah. okay? We're here to, to go to the Linder College of Medicine and to the Applied uh, Technology and, and Engineering and Sciences. That's not a, how's everybody doing? Woo! Yeah. And then she starts warming everybody up by this side of the crowd says you, uh-huh. and then this side of the crowd says C, and then this side of the crowd says bear, oh, and then this side God. of the crowd says cats. And she's like, you, you, C, C, bear, bear. Oh, my God. Just, I'm like, you're killing me. You're killing me, Okay. So they they don't need to do that. Everybody at the University of Cincinnati was ridiculously nice, okay? Very, very, very cool. Beautiful campus. We had a good time. But we were too tired to go through the the warm-up act. Yeah. It wasn't working. And this is gross. Yeah. The guy sitting in front of me, his I think it was his wife sitting next to him, he's clipping her fingernails. And fingernails are just... 
ping, with flying, a clipper, with, with a, a clipper. fingernail clipper. Yeah, with a fingernail clipper. So he brought their home either, either clipper. he brought the fingernail clippers or she did. I didn't ask. Or someone else near them and said, trim that bitch's fingernails. Well, th- there was nobody there okay. was nobody else around them besides us, and I'm not loaning him my fingernail clippers. Yeah. Yeah. I just called this woman a bitch, and yeah. I don't even know who she is. She could be a wonderful person. She probably, probably is. Damn, I need to process that. <laughs> but I'm like, gross. Gross. Yeah. Why are you cutting your fingernails in the middle of God and everybody in the University of Cincinnati? And come on. Yeah. Gross. Irritable Dead Syndrome is proud to be associated with Newsly, the all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. For the first time ever, the entire internet becomes listenable all in one place. Check it out. Newsly actually picks up articles about the most trending topics on the web and reads them to you in a natural human voice much like my own. I'm Dave Lay, and I'm in fact an actual human. And guess what? Our podcast, Irritable Dead Syndrome, is available there too. Listen to us every week on Newsly and afterwards. If you feel like grooving to another podcast, then knock yourself out. You can find trending podcasts from over 80 countries and digital radio as well. So stop scrolling and start listening. Download Newsly now. Just go to www.newsly.me and use this promo code. The number one, RR, another number one, then the letters T-A-B-L-E-D-A-D and receive a free one-month premium subscription. You mentioned just stop, and I have a just stop. Okay, I want to do. It's a saying, and I don't want to hear it anymore. Okay, I don't ever want to hear this. I have a saying too. Okay, yeah. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Right. A. Nobody knows what that means. Right. Okay. That's an old except for except for me because I just looked it up because I wanted to. I had a theory, and I was wrong. But I know what it means. I'm going to continue. So basically, what it means is people used to give each other horses. Yeah. I guess there were so many damn horses. Hey, Larry, around. I thought I'd give you this horse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you, Chuck. And it was considered rude. <laughs> Chuck and Larry yeah. are the two in this scenario. <laughs> it was considered rude in this culture to inspect the teeth of a horse yes. that was given. So if you wake up, let's say you wake up at Christmas. Yeah. And there's a horse and head in and, your bed. And Santa has oh, brought you. No, I'm sorry. Oh. And Santa has brought you a horse okay. under your tree. Thanks, Santa. It's a big tree. It's a big back tree. Back in the days. They horse had, all was, over the floor. Everything was bigger back then. That's true. They have really scaled things It would down. be considered rude mm-hmm. for yeah. you to say, oh, look, a horse. Let's inspect its teeth. Uh, 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 you yeah. don't want to do that. Yeah. Don't do. So that's where the don't look a gift, gift horse, horse in, in the, the mouth. mouth. But what I was, here's why that saying is stupid. Yeah. I, I don't know how much of a history buff you are. <laughs> But there was a Trojan, a horse that uh-huh. was referred to as a Trojan horse because yes. it was a horse from Troy. It was yes. it was a wooden. The yes. Trojan army built a horse and, out of wood. Right, Darren, a yeah. very large. I'm horse. following you. I've, I've, I've seen Monty Python. Everything back in the day was bigger and made of wood. So they were in a war uh-huh. with another the Greeks. Okay. The Greeks and the I was it was, say, it was the Greek Trojan yeah, War. I was going to say another place, but okay. <laughs> Greeks expounds on that. Go ahead and check me out on this. They took, I don't care. They took their army uh-huh. and they put it up in that horse. In, in, in that horse. the horse's ass. And the idea was uh-huh. here's a gift horse. Here's uh-huh. a, a present because I guess for centuries people have been giving each other horses. Right. 
like, they rode this bitch what? up to the. They're like, wow, to the yeah city How gates, cool. and the Greeks are like, I guess we no one's ever had a horse this big. No, this is the biggest horse of all time, right? And, and it's, it's wood, uh huh, which it's which is the, it, like what? a totally useless horse. But but hear me out. Okay, it won't run away. It won't, you don't have no. to train it. So as the story goes, as the legend goes, okay, they rolled this horse in. In folklore. This is for people that skipped a lot of school, yeah. which is most of our audience. Yeah. <laughs> and when night fell, mm-hmm. the army came out. They, out, of, out of and its, apparently out of the, big, the big problem between the, in the, this military conflict was mm-hmm. just getting past that wall. Right. So now that they're inside the wall, they mm-hmm. come out and they just slaughter everybody and they win the war. Right. And the top prize or whatever. Right. So, which was really, which was a big f*** you to the Greeks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Had the Greeks looked the gift horse in the mouth. They would have said, hey, this thing is full of, of Trojans, army men. Of Trojan people. Yeah. Get, so, off my, get out of my castle, you damn Trojans. So before that happened, yeah. don't look a gift horse in the mouth mm-hmm. might have been a, a good saying. You don't want to piss off your grandma for giving you a horse with dentures. Right. But... Right. After the Trojan horse incident, mm-hmm. I think we put don't look a gift horse in the mouth away. Okay. Yeah, I agree. You don't use it anymore. Yeah. Who uses it? People said it a lot. I don't know about where you're from, but right. where I'm from, people mm-hmm. said it a lot when I was a kid. Right. And I really never knew what it was because A, nobody ever gave me a horse. And B, if someone did give me a horse, probably way down on the list of things I would do would be look in that horse's mouth. Right. I would like say, hey, can I get on it and ride it around? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Another expression uh-huh. is uh, who let the cat out of the bag? And my question is, who put a cat in a bag to begin with? <laughs> <laughs> because someone's like pissed that somebody let the cat out of the bag. I'm pissed that somebody put the cat in the bag to begin with. Hey, this is your announcer, Dave Lay. Mike and Darren are always talking, but I rarely get to make any comments on their conversation. So I wanted to talk about something I heard in episode 101. A Donkey Kong barrel of cocaine. You see, I also enjoy the movie The Princess Bride very much. That Billy Crystal. Man, he's funny. Thanks. Back to you in the studio. Okay, so for weeks, uh-huh. nothing has happened to yeah. me at Kroger. And all of a sudden, over the past two weeks, I've had three <laughs> incredible things. <laughs> Not incredible, yes. but worthy of the podcast. So it's time for the Kroger Story of the Week. It's time now for the Kroger Story of the Week. I'm walking through Kroger. Yeah. And uh, I'm coming down. I, I passed the crowbar, okay. which, which, by the way. Uh, I'm uh, mentally going where you're talking about. In right? October, uh-huh. oh. uh, we've got, uh, we're going to have a crowbar event. Yes. And, and I'll get to that. At, at and you're time. all it's, invited. It's a little little teaser there. Uh, so I'm going down the bread aisle and I see a guy with no teeth. I mean, no teeth now, How did whatsoever. you know he had no teeth? Because his bottom... Popeye looking his, thing? His, yeah, his bottom yeah. jaw was literally like half an nose. inch okay. under his nose. Okay. And I was spellbound by it. I was yeah. entranced. I was I was mesmerized. And I'm walking with my cart and I almost collided right smack dab <laughs> in the middle of somebody. I came like an inch away from hitting him. Sorry. Uh, so there was that. And then I'm going down another aisle and this woman sees me and she smiles at me like like, hi, hey, like she hasn't seen me in years. And she was so excited. Yeah, I had no idea who she was. <laughs> I'm like, 
you know? And yeah. then I did one of those and, and kept going. I was like, yeah. boy, was I because mm. I have no idea. If well, I did know her, I have no idea how I know her. And my apologies if you listen to – I'm pretty sure it wasn't Darren, Kate Halpin. She's the only person from Kroger who I run into yeah. at Kroger. There's, there's crazy people everywhere. That's so true. You shouldn't – That be, is true. If somebody smiles at you, you should give them that a is scornful true. look. But – uh, I was looking for Funyuns. They were sold out of Funyuns. Mm-hmm. How do you sell out of Funyuns? Three entire bags of Funyuns. Funyuns are awesome. So here's the the fun part. I'm going through the deli. Yeah. Okay. The last time Libby and I had dinner at my mom's house, she had bought this wicked potato salad. Or the, I'm sorry, this wicked macaroni salad, right? Okay. And she said she got it at Kroger in the deli department. Yeah. And I'm walking around. I'm trying to find this macaroni salad, mm-hmm. this uh, special brand, you know. And I'm looking all over it. I can't find it. I can't find it. This woman, she looks at me, and she holds up this potato salad. And she goes, look at this. Does this look bad to you? Oh, boy. She holds it uh, literally six inches from my face. Oh, look at this. Yeah. Does this look bad to you? Yeah. And I said, I, I I don't really know. I mean, yeah. I, I I'd have to open it and smell. Like it. You're looking for the college student with yeah. the phone, yeah. like filming you somewhere. <laughs> and she's like, she's, like, she's I think it looks nasty. <laughs> and I said, okay. And she said, yeah, I'm afraid of potato salad. Oh, put it down, walked away. That's when I texted you. Just bumped into a woman who's afraid of potato salad, and your response was okay. And then <laughs> so I'm checking out, and I'm wearing my Bob Ross T-shirt. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I love my Bob Ross t-shirt. Uh-huh. And this guy is staring at me. He's looking at the Bob Ross shirt, looks at me, looks at the shirt, looks yeah. at me, looks at the Bob Ross shirt a little bit, looks at me. And I'm thinking, do I, I don't think I know him. Yeah. I really yeah. don't think I know him. And he finally walks over to me and says, I know who's on your shirt. That's uh, that's Jimi Hendrix, right? Yeah. And I said, yeah, that's Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> <laughs> I had. How, how, really? <laughs> they, they don't have one single thing in common at all. I had. I, I don't remember. This happened a long time ago, but you reminded me of something that's happened to me. I don't I don't remember where I was, but I have a uh, Big Lebowski shirt. Yeah. It's the, it just says, dude. The, the dude abides. Well, no. Well, it's a, yeah, the dude and then abide at the bottom. And right. It's like a black and white of uh, Jeffrey Lebowski. Yeah. Yeah. And somebody was staring at me hard, uh-huh. like at my chest. And, and <clears throat> I was in line somewhere. And then they finally said, I don't, I don't know why you would have a t-shirt of that man on you. <laughs> and I'm, I look, I look down because yeah. sometimes I forget what I'm wearing. I was like, Oh my God, did I wear my Hitler shirt today? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I hate when, especially I the look, church. I look down and I'm like, that's what? And she's like, do you know how many, you know, he, he how many people they killed? <laughs> the, the, the dude Jeff Bridges yeah. and so I pointed yeah. at my shirt it's uh, like the dude the dude and I guess she didn't realize what the who the dude is and uh-huh. thought I was just saying this dude or yeah. the dude you know yeah. the dude right. she's like why would you wear a shirt with Charles Manson oh my god <laughs> and the guy because I remember this like it was yesterday. The guy uh, behind or like behind her, he was further up in line, turned around at that, looked at my shirt and went, and I quote, <laughs> and just laughed himself silly. And he, he said to her, he's like, that's the, the Lebowski. That's, that's the big Lebowski. That's the dude. And she pursed her lips. Do you know uh-huh. what I mean? When, yeah. Oh, like I know. That. Yeah. I know. What the, I know. And what she's that means. like, yeah. well, I don't know what that is. Uh huh. 
And I said, it's one of the funniest movies ever made. She's yeah. like, and she said, and I quote, well, I don't see the humor in it. I turned around. I'm like, what? <laughs> she was clinging on to being offended no matter what information came from that. You, uh-huh. know? <laughs> you know, that leads me to something else that we're going to talk about here in a couple minutes. Uh-huh. But before I left Kroger, I noticed that they sell a product called Nitro Pepsi. Mm. And I have mm. no idea... That's like the that's like the cross between Monster and Pepsi, isn't is it? It's like it's, they they have like super caffeine, or but it's uh, jet fuel or something. Yeah, on it. the can it says it's smooth, creamy, easy to drink. Okay, and which is because so many other sodas out there are really hard to drink, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And well, Mike's hard lemonade. It's right there on the yeah. Thing. And there's directions. What on the can? Okay. Okay. Step one: uh, chill the can. Oh, okay, done, duh, duh, of course. Okay. Who's going to drink a hot can yeah. of anything? If, if you're lucky, the place you're buying it from will have already chilled it. Right, right. Uh, step two, yeah. pour hard. How do you pour hard? <laughs> How do you pour it hard? Do you pour it quick? Do you just like aggressively like, yeah. get out of the can? Yeah. You know. You some non-Newtonian fluids, uh-huh. the harder you hit them, Wait, they stop. act Wait. as a solid. Yep. N- uh, uh, Darren. Non-Newtonian? Yes. Uh, a non-Newtonian. Mr. Yo, what's that, Mister White? A non-Newtonian fluid uh-huh. um, is a fluid uh-huh. where if you move through it slowly, uh-huh. it acts as a liquid. But okay. if you move quickly or hit it with force, it acts as a solid. Oh, there's videos on the interwebs of people. They will have a pool of non-Newtonian fluid and they will jump on it and like bounce across it. Uh-huh. Or and then you'll see them at the other end and they'll just reach their hand down in it really slow and come uh-huh. back up. Do you think nitro I didn't Pepsi, know we were going to get into science talk. Do I don't th- think no. I think if you drank a non-Newtonian fluid you would die. Okay, so do you think I'm going to die drinking nitro Pepsi? Possibly, but not oh, because it's okay. a non-Newtonian fluid. The third step? Yes. Admire and enjoy. What the hell? Hmm. Nitro Pepsi. Pour hard. Pour hard. Chill wait, chill. Chill the can. Chill the can. Chill the can. Pour hard. Pour it hard. Pour it aggressively. Pour it like I'm... Okay, pour it. And admire and enjoy or enjoy and admire. and enjoy. So really, that's really four steps. Uh, You admire... Well, you would have to enjoy it and then admire it. I don't think you can admire it and then enjoy it. I think you could say, look at that beautiful soda that I poured in the can. And then you drink it and and you say, my God, that's an amazing soda. And then you admire it at at a different level. Yeah, thank (laughs) you. admire when the non-Newtonian flies at you. (laughs) So, yeah. uh, Yeah. But yeah, so it was fun going to Kroger. So what you've just done is that's going to be something that we're going to have to do. We're going to have to drink nitro Pepsi at some point. Yeah, we're going to have to do that. <clears throat> this portion of our show is brought to you by Dave Lay Heating and Cooling. Hi, I'm Dave Lay, and I've been the announcer for Irritable Dad Syndrome for a couple of years now. And let's face it, the podcast money ain't rolling in like we had hoped. So I opened up my own heating and cooling company to make ends meet. Now you might ask, Dave, what do you know about heating and cooling? Well, here's the thing. I know when a room is too hot and when a room is too cold and somebody has to do something about it. Schedule an appointment today, and I'll give you a free estimate, plus a new filter. Limited time only. Offer may vary. See website for details. Dave Lay Heating and Cooling, for people who want their home to feel just right. Now, back to the show. But that reminded me. Yeah. uh, I was going to talk about this. You mentioned that the woman didn't know 
the dude on your shirt. Okay? Right. He meant absolutely nothing to her. And I can't imagine a world where you don't know who the dude is. I get that. Yeah. So remember a few uh, months ago we had Adam Needif on the show? Yeah. Okay. Adam got into my head because okay. I had put something on the rundown to talk about. And then like a week ago, he mentioned this on his Facebook page. Yeah. Because there are famous people who continue to be famous despite the fact that you don't know who they are. Okay, just yeah. because you don't know who a person is does not mean that they're not famous. Right. Right. And I can't right. remember the person who he was speaking about, but Libby and the boys and I went up to Dayton to a Lego convention. Okay. Now we had been to Lego conventions before. Yeah. And usually they're, you know, you got the giant statues of things made out of Legos, like right. the giant Mater from Cars and the mm-hmm. giant Hulk and a uh, dude from Harry Potter and, yeah. and all those. And Jeffrey you, Lebowski. Exactly. Yeah. And you admire all the things that are made out of Legos. And then yeah. you can go and build things. And th- we didn't realize that this wasn't one of those things. <laughs> this was uh, almost like, um, like a Comic-Con. Oh. Okay. There were famous Lego builders there. Okay. Like there's a guy there named Paul Hetherington. And his name is written huge up on the wall. Yeah. And I was joking, like, Libby, Paul Hetherington's here. <laughs> kids, kids, that's that's Paul Hetherington. Paul <laughs> Hetherington. Yeah. Guys. And they're like, yes, Dad, we know. And I'm joking. Yeah. And then I met the guy, and he's super nice. And now I feel like a jerk. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't know who he is. But I mean, but there his were, deal is he puts Lego sets he, together, he, and he built amazing, okay, amazing Lego sets, right? Okay. Just incredible, and people were paying like ten bucks yeah. to get their picture taken I with him. Was yeah. it as good as this? That's a, that's a pretty good one <laughs> that, right that, there. That, that, well, it's just, a, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's no Paul Hetherington, but it's a pretty <laughs> good. There was another guy there who um, we were, Jacob and I started talking to him about the TV show Lego Masters, and boy, did he scoff at Lego Masters. (laughs) Yeah, I can't imagine going on a show where I build something, then I I break it with a bat. I'm like, that happened one time. Yeah, that happens more than that. And I wanted to turn into Michael. No, it happened one time. (laughs) It happened on the fourth episode of season two. I really wanted to, but I I didn't. I digressed, you know. And you could buy... Like uh uh they had all these a wall of Lego characters okay and there was a like line. little little dudes yeah little Lego dudes there's yeah. a there's a line like twenty deep four across of people looking to buy uh Lego characters that they couldn't find or lost from previous sets and stuff yeah but yeah but these people were like you know and just because I'm unfamiliar with the world of famous Lego builders doesn't mean that these guys weren't cool and weren't but famous. Who's but, really familiar yeah. with them? You know? <laughs> I don't know. Could you, couldn't you? My mind was like, blown that someone was paying 10 bucks to meet Paul Hetherington. Well, can't. After I met him, I'm like, he was a super nice guy. And that made me think, maybe you and I should start going out and having meet and greets and yeah. pay 20 bucks to have the Let's picture just do with the, Mike the, and the Lego Builders one. Just yeah. tell them we're a Lego Builder. <laughs> just, Darren just Cox and Mike O. We built the... <laughs> Just the Atlantean skyscraper, like a, we'll just, a, a brick wall. We'll just get a picture. <laughs> what I built. Some I, I know there's people out there that post pictures of their Lego creations on Instagram. We'll just steal a few of those. Yeah, submit them. Say yeah, yeah we invented this. <laughs> Ten bucks for a, a signature. Yeah, yeah. Fifty for a photo. Yeah, no flash. No, no flash. <laughs> 
Or I've thought about Comic Con. I mean, you could you uh-huh. could tell people that you're. I was a stormtrooper. <laughs> I was a stormtrooper. I was in The Empire Strikes Back. I wasn't in Return of the yeah. Jedi. I mean, I yeah. shot some scenes, I was, but those got cut. Yeah. So I mean, I still got paid. He's, he's stormtrooper, and but, I was the yeah. third guy that got killed in the first John Wick. Right. I was right. the guy that went through the window. Yeah. The, the twice. And, and my son Cameron, he was a Jawa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and this is Booba. <laughs> She played an Ewok. Prove it. But by the way, Booba was in episode uh, last week. <laughs> she was. <laughs> she was in the closing. Booba! Stop it! <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get a call from the ASPCA. Yeah. We heard you yelling at Booba. Yeah. <clears throat> on the best of, on our episode 104, yeah. our, our best of year two, you and I were talking about Pop-Tarts. Okay. Yeah. How to eat Pop-Tarts. Yeah. And I was talking about how Pop-Tarts are destroying my life. Yeah. Because whenever we buy them, there's a fight over who gets them. And one kid, Jacob, would eat more than the other kid, Cameron. Yeah. And so I had to put a stop to that. Well, now the problem has escalated to Eggo Waffles. Okay. Mm. So if I buy Eggo Waffles, uh, one kid, Jacob, will eat more than everybody else in the family. Okay. And I'm like, I keep telling the kid who will remain nameless, Jacob, yeah. that he can't eat all the waffles. Jacob, right. you can't do that. Jacob, yeah. stop it. Right? Yeah. So I've, I sat him down and I said, look, okay, and here's another thing. It's like, I can eat the Eggo blueberry waffles. Those come eight to a box. Yeah. There's four of us in the house. Yeah. That means each of us get... Two waffles. Yeah. Okay, Jacob doesn't get four, and then me and Libby and Cameron yeah. get one, and there's one left that Jacob will probably eat. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work that way. Okay. Everybody gets two. Well, Libby has started liking, craving, and justifiably so, the thick and fluffy waffles. Okay. Okay, those come, those come six to a box. Oh. You can Be- get- well, It's because they're- They're thicker. Thicker and fluffier. And, and fluffier, yeah. yeah. So the thick and fluffy ones come six yeah. to a box. There's four of us. That means that you got two left over, which means that there's always a fight over the other two. Yeah. So when I buy them, I buy two boxes. Okay. Yeah. Six and six is 12. There's four people. Okay. That means how many waffles per person? Three. Three. Thank yeah. you. I had to sit down well, a child. In Jacob, a civilized and, society. Yeah, yeah. I said, Jacob, you cannot have more than three waffles. Yeah. Okay. You get three, mom gets three. I get three, camera gets three. And yeah. I have called this the Equal Waffle Act of 2022. <laughs> okay. We need that here. Here it be known. Yeah. Here, <laughs> this day of our Lord. <laughs> yeah. So in our family, Charlie mm-hmm. will eat the waffles. He will put them on a plate. He will get silverware. He'll get syrup. And he'll eat it like a normal human being. Did you just say syrup? Yeah. Syrup. Syrup? Yeah. yeah. Syrup. Okay. Syrup. Maple. It was like two weeks ago you said that people should call it syrup. Syrup. Okay. Syrup. syrup. Maple liquid. Andrew and I eat waffles like a <laughs> Neanderthal. Uh-huh. Wherein we pull them out of the package. We may or may not put them in the toaster. Uh-huh. And as soon as they come out of the toaster, we practically catch them as they come out and shove them in our mouth. <laughs> you can't midair. Yeah. Does your like, toaster have have that force that no, they pop? No, I wish if it did, I would never leave the house. Yeah, you, they probably try to get the plate underneath no, it before. We, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to get this toaster, this pop tart out before it touch without touching. But it. the problem with that is when you have a family like that, where mm-hmm. one person has Jacob. elegance in class. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And takes time to prepare their meal properly. Uh-huh. And then you have another couple of people who are f- <clears throat> degenerates. Uh-huh. Who will just eat, who don't even, sometimes don't even put it in the toaster. Just uh-huh. pull it out of the freezer. Have a have a uh, waffle sickle. A waffle sickle. Those crazed <laughs> 
can go through waffles a lot faster than the elegant uh-huh. person. Yeah. <laughs> Therein, there go, there go, thereby. Yeah, here, here to four. Here to four. Yeah, penultimately. Penultimately. <laughs> Opaque. The, the elegant person, uh-huh. the person with proper table manners, yeah. gets less food. Yeah. And more tears because the food is eaten <laughs> by these psychopathic <laughs> over here. So what we're doing is, they say that you're always teaching your children. Rather, uh-huh. you know, because idiots like you and I, we believe that we we're teaching our children when we sit down and say, okay, uh-huh. this here's two waffles, here's another two waffles, that's four waffles. No, you're teaching your child when they watch you go to get a waffle and you just eat it straight out of the package, mm-hmm. or you yell and throw the empty waffle box across the room because everybody ate the damn waffle. Right. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Repeat your last line. I'm sorry. (laughs) My point is. Okay. My point is, is that you're teaching your children at all times Mm -hmm. uh, just by the way you're eating your waffles. Yeah. I don't know if that was my point. Yeah. But my real point is. Well, my point was. Yes. Math. Okay, yeah. math applies. Yeah. I'm going to leave the <laughs> in because I think that was hilarious. <laughs> well, it leads up to my next story. Yeah. Because at the beginning of the show, I teased. You, that had, I, you had a story about yeah. doing a podcast with someone and then getting so bored you start watching videos <laughs> on your phone. That was your story. <laughs> you remember that time? <laughs> you remember that not time? what I was doing. You remember that time Paul started watching TV while Dave uh-huh. was just talking? Yeah. You know, David, I tell you what. So. Hi. I'm Dave Lay. Here are a few five-letter words to try if you're playing Wordle. Bacon, first, quick, cramp, and night. Keep in mind, there's no guarantee these words will actually work. They're just a few suggestions. Please play responsibly. Now, back to the show. Uh, I, I went viral. Something I did oh. on the internet went huge okay. viral. Okay, so uh, I'm on Twitter. Mm-hmm. At Darren Loves Bacon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Years ago, I wrote a tweet that said, uh, if you single people want to know what it's like to be married, imagine having a fight in 2004 mm-hmm. and talking about it once a week until you die. Yeah. Okay. That got over a thousand likes. Yeah. Got a couple hundred retweets. And I think it had seven, eight, nine something, uh, what's called tweets of the day. Okay. People used to pay for this service called on, on, on Favstar or Favstar. And they would say, that's the funniest tweet I've seen today. And they would give you that. Okay. You, you would pay yeah. to tell somebody that's the funniest thing you've seen. That's, and yeah. so that, okay. uh, until now, was my most popular anything that I've done yeah. on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 yes. there is a, yes. a, a thing called, you go to Facebook and there's Facebook Reels. Oh. Where people will post yeah. a little video, okay? Yeah. It's a Facebook Reel. And then Instagram has Reels. And it's kind of like their version of the, the, the TikTok. Yeah, they film okay? like their dog taking a Exactly, with a yeah. Boing yeah. sound or something. So there's this dude, and it's uh, that's why I, I was checking because I couldn't remember the name. It's this dude and his wife. It's... um. It's uh, da, 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 Lynette and Kurt, okay? Lynette and Kurt. Mm-hmm. And the the comment, the question he has is, there's a woman on a boat on a lake wearing a coat. The name of the woman is in the riddle that I wrote. What is her name? 
Okay. Who gives? A- Who gives? Exactly. Yeah. That's that's the answer. Yeah, that's the answer. And like 182,000 people have have commented on this or whatever. <sighs> I wrote a joke. It's not even a joke. It's not even funny. Yeah. I said the dog's name was Indiana. <laughs> That has nothing to do with a woman on a boat, on a lake, wearing a coat. The dog's name was Indiana. Yeah. At the time of this recording, uh-huh. 4.2 thousand likes or or smiley faces. Yeah. Right? And this makes me mad because I write jokes yeah. almost every day. Uh-huh. Okay? On yeah. Facebook. And then I wrote jokes yeah. on the Twitter. Uh-huh. And I'm lucky if I can get five people who like yeah. anything i used to be more popular that on twitter one, that one has it all though it's yeah. a callback the dog's name was you're, basically you're saying uh-huh. i don't give a f- what you're talking about right because nobody does right everybody hates those things right so you're just saying f- it's yeah. like it's like a veiled f- you mm-hmm. and then it's a callback to one of the most famous and beloved characters of right. all time right and right. it's a scene where Junior. he's getting kind of put yeah. in his place. Exactly. You know, the dog's name was, was India. Yeah. It has everything. It's a it's a uh, three sixty. Uh, you. Yeah, but four thousand two hundred <laughs> some likes. Yeah, you've you've told me this story before. Every time you tell, I laugh. Uh-huh. I just laugh at that's that's an awesome line. <laughs> it makes absolutely no sense. That's what makes it wonderful. And, see, and yeah. I I do stand up comedy. Yeah. Okay. I can't just walk up on stage and say the dog's name was Indiana. Well, that's not going to get a laugh. No. 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 No, the no. last time I did stand up, I got crickets and the, the tumbleweed went through the the, yeah. the oh. <laughs> By the way. Yeah. By the way. Yeah. <laughs> when we were on our trip, we were we drove twelve thousand or twelve thousand, twelve hundred odd miles. <laughs> twelve thousand miles. We at one point saw a tumbleweed go across the highway. Sweet. And you would have thought me and Bess had just seen a black hole, yeah. Santa Claus, yeah. and Jesus at the same, <laughs> same time. We freaked out. Yeah. We're like, yeah. oh, my God, a tumbleweed. Yeah. We almost wrecked trying to get a picture of it. Mm-hmm. I don't think we got a picture of it. Yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it on any of the reels, but it was amazing. It was ro- just like it went by Yosemite Sam. Mm-hmm. It was exactly. I mean, yeah. they they researched that cartoon down to the, the physics of tumbleweeds going uh-huh. When uh, Libby and I went to Arizona many, many years ago, and uh, we wanted to stop and get a picture of a cactus, okay? Mm-hmm. And there's only like 100 million cacti yeah. uh, th- through the, the deserts there yeah. of Arizona. Yeah. And we're driving, 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 and I said, stop the car. <laughs> did you see the official cactus? I did. I did. <laughs> I did. I saw the cactus that looked like it's surrendering, oh. right? Like, I give up. Yeah, I give up yeah. hands, hands in the yeah. air. Give me all your money. Yeah. I saw the cactus that was giving up. Yeah. And we got out of the car. We pulled off the side of the road and we walked over to it and we each got our picture taken with the uh, with the cactus. That's awesome. And that was our goal. We, yeah. And, we, and we, now it would have been cool had we seen a tumbleweed, yeah. but we didn't. Because people don't, <clears throat> people who've not been out there just have these views that all the cacti out there look like that. No. Most of the cacti look yeah. like a misshapen penis. Yes. Or, or <laughs> <laughs> they do. It's like, what the hell happened to that thing? It's got 12 other growing on the side of it. What the hell? It's the yeah. same thing when we were looking for the Joshua tree. In uh-huh. my mind, as a 40-something-year-old man, I thought all the Joshua trees look like the Joshua tree. They don't. They're some janked-up looking. Yeah. It's like thinking all people look the same. Yeah. It's like, you know, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. No. You and I look kind of, but, yeah. but not. <laughs> yeah. Hi, I'm Dave Lay, the announcer for Irritable Dead Syndrome. Do you have a business or product you'd like to advertise? Well, this is the perfect place to do it. 
Send a message to our Facebook page and one of our marketing geniuses will take care of everything. If it works for Whoppers all-beef footlong hot dogs, it'll work for you too. So what are you waiting for? Get your ad on Irritable Dad Syndrome now. Back to you in the studio. I, w- I wanted to talk to somebody who's dead. <laughs> and I've got something to say. Okay. Rube Goldberg. Okay. Go screw yourself. <laughs> That's the guy that made the little machines that do I things. hate Rube Goldberg with a passion. One of your kids has a project. Yes. One of my kids has a project. Mm-hmm. He has to do a Rube Goldberg machine. It has so many steps. It has to, to have 10 steps. To wipe gotta, a cat's ass just, at the end exactly. or something. Exactly. Something yeah. has to roll down a thing and knock into something, which knocks over the pebbles that roll mm-hmm. up the thing and then goes down the, the, the hoop that twirls. Yeah. And, you know, years ago... We did this, and by we, it was mostly Jacob. Honestly, it was mostly Jacob who yeah. did this Rube Goldberg machine. He, uh, the the goal was, it was to, at the end, it would turn on the ceiling fan. Okay. So he had the the books that knocked into each other, that knocked over something else that rolled. Yeah. And then it eventually pulled on a a rope that that turned the switch onto his yeah. to his ceiling fan. Right. Yeah. And it was cool. And uh, I videotaped it. And we sent it to his science teacher. Mm-hmm. And his science teacher still plays that video. Here it was like seven years later, eight years later. Yeah. He still shows that video to his class. <laughs> He's like, this is the, you know, and so pretty cool. And th- this time we're just, how do you help a kid? You know, because, you know, Cameron was asking me for help with this. Yeah. I got nothing. Yeah. And again, I tell my kids, look, I can help you with your homework. Or you can pass the class. Okay, it's one or the other. Yeah. And I feel horrible because I have absolutely nothing where it comes to this freaking Rube Goldberg. Let me let me relate to you okay. a little yeah. bit. So yeah. I've they, there's tons of videos on the internet of of weirdos putting these machines together, and at the end it'll like set a rocket off or kill right. a guy or something. Right. <laughs> and. I've watched these things, and I've always thought the same thing. Man, it would be great to have that much time to be able to... If I had that time and that... If I had an opportunity to do that, that would be so awesome. I'd be like a woodcutter Mm -hmm. making the perfect gears and all this stuff. And then Andrew had one, an assignment where we had to do that, and it was like... Oh my God, I don't know how we're going to do this. And it was, of course, it's due on Monday and we find out about it on Saturday night. (laughs) And Oh, Dad, I've got to do a project. The fun part about our thing was, Mm -hmm. is it was less, I think the intention of the project is to, you learn a lot about physics and different things in the process of doing that and how to plan a project. That's the intended lesson. Right. The lesson that we got is in lower your expectations. (laughs) Yes. So we're going to have four popsicle yeah. sticks, well, yeah. one marble, and a, and a spool of thread. Good luck. Because one of the objectives was identify something that your machine will do and then build a machine to do it. Right. So, of course, we're like, start the car or <laughs> something crazy. Turn on the PlayStation, you know, and mm-hmm. we start building. And it's as we're building. Use Pee Wee's Big yeah, Adventure as, as an example. Yeah. As we're moving, it's the expectations get less and less. Okay. We'll just turn on this light. Okay. Will make this book fall near Booba and scare her. Uh-huh. That will be the machine. That'll be what we they put mm-hmm. her over there. Okay, well, just the second thing <laughs> falls, and that's our goal is to push over a popsicle stick. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember what the final goal was. I think it was a car jumps off a yeah. thing and lands in the sink. I, yeah. It was. I think and we were. There were tears. <laughs> I think there was cussing. I'm seriously. Is yeah. 
you know, is it really a homework project unless everyone's crying? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least half the kids or everybody should be crying. Yeah. But what I think we should do, and this would stand out, uh-huh. this would absolutely stand out amongst all the other uh, machines, a human Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah. Where a ball drops into, say, my hand, and yeah. then I, it moves over. Oh, yeah. And then it, it opens up and it falls down into two hands that are below me. Oh, Let's yeah. say those hands belong to Jacob. Yeah. And then Jacob walks 10 steps, turns, and then rolls it across the floor into yeah. Libby's hands. Then yeah. she takes it, throws it through the hoop. Yeah. We're done. You just, you just basically done. reenacted like most of the people's lives in this country. <laughs> <laughs> just like, all I do is take the papers from this desk over and pivot to this desk. Yeah. I mean, really, yeah. th- these teachers, God love them. And I'm a fan of well, teachers. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of teachers. But, you know, a lot of times, you know, because when I was a kid, they would you do a book report, okay? Yeah. And you would write down wh- what, what you learned from the movie. What happened? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And exactly. hope to God they yeah. didn't, exactly. that it was it's the same. I would yeah. read like the first chapter, the last chapter, yeah. and then hope that I understood something yeah. because I hated reading. I still hate reading. But yeah. you, you, you'd write a book report. Okay, yeah. so Jacob had a project not that long ago when he was in elementary school. Mm-hmm. His book report, you read the book, and mm-hmm. then... From ideas you got from that book, you make a box of cereal. Yeah. Where do you get a book and then you turn it into a box of cereal? So you had to make the label for the front. Yeah. Okay. And then on the one side where the ingredients go, that's where you put like the the thesaurus, not the thesaurus, the um contents. References. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. The table and then of contents. On yeah. the back had to be like a puzzle. So what we did was do like a search a word or yeah. something. And, you know, we went on the night and granted, you know, Jacob did most of it. We helped out a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. But we let Jacob have his ideas of what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's a kid. Okay. And, yeah. you know, and it got tough. It's like, I don't know what I'm going to do and start panicking a little bit. And we're mm-hmm. like, buddy, it's okay. We'll figure it out. You know, we yeah. will totally figure it out. And we did it. And God, if we didn't go to the school and there's some dad who had printed all his <laughs> with a laser printer mm-hmm. and it was a, like a wax copy yeah. and it was shiny. Yeah. And, there's always in, that one in 3D. Yeah. And uh, I remember Libby and I were looking Scratch at that. Scratch and sniff on yeah, the side. And, and, exactly. Yeah. And the teacher's like, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to talk yeah, to this that, to yeah. particular student. But, you know, but, you know, there's one time. Where Dad's Jacob- trying to get off the couch yeah. is what's happening there. <laughs> Look what I did for our son, honey. Can I come back in the exactly? <laughs> Can I come back into the bedroom, please? <laughs> I'll never do it again. I promise. I one time, Jacob had to do his project. Was what if one of the uh, early presidents had social media? Oh, so he had to do a Facebook page for Andrew Jackson. Oh. And Jacob's like, I don't know anything Andrew about Facebook. Jackson would and that's total, where I stepped in and yeah. like, buddy, daddy knows a little bit about Facebook. I'm only yeah. on it all day long. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. but we had to, and that was one of those things where we found out Sunday that it was due Monday. Mm-hmm. So our Sunday was helping Jacob to an Andrew yeah. Jackson Facebook page. But. So, okay. <laughs> so when I was a kid, I learned a very valuable lesson doing one of these things. I had to do a report and a presentation on yeah. a book. And the book I had was The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. All right. Yeah, that's a great book. Yeah, I actually read it. Okay, okay. and then I did the, I did the project. I, I saw the movie. So, well, I'm I'm leading up yeah, to that. Yeah. I did the project based off of the movie mm-hmm. because the movie had all these images, and I was just like kind of copying off what they. I mean, it was it was right there. It was like a cartoon thing, 
And I got a decent grade on it. And I realized when I got it back, I didn't have to read that book. Yeah. <laughs> Everything on this sh- board yeah. <laughs> came from the movie. Sport. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. So then yeah. I put that theory to the test. In high school, I had to do a report on Moby Dick. Uh-huh. I've never read Moby Dick. I have I thought, idiot. I wasn't the smartest guy in high school. You I'm, know, sperm whales have teeth the size of a banana. Jeez. So I got really good grades in high school, but I was kind of an idiot on top of that. Like I was a, was a smart idiot, if yeah, that makes sense. A smitty. I'll give you an example of what that is. Okay. Um, here's what a smart idiot is. Somebody who... You get to pick whatever book you're going to do the report on. I'll do Moby Dick because whales are cool. And uh-huh. then you get the book and it's like 5,000 pages of some crotchety old bastard on a boat yeah. pissed at a whale. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. So all I did was go to the library and found another book that talks about Moby Dick and copied down a bunch of stuff, changed some words around. What's it Boom. called? The um, the Not Cliff's Notes. The Cliff Notes. Yeah. yeah. Something similar to that. Yeah. Let's fast forward into college. I think we're past the statute of limitations on this. Yeah. I may have told this story before. Okay. And everybody, you, I have a master's, so it's beyond the degree that I got for this. So <laughs> Right, right. Come, I, come at I me, bro. I still can't believe you have a master's degree. <laughs> come at me, bro. So I went to a uh, college in Ohio uh-huh. that had, was very, this is one of the things I love about it, and probably all colleges do this, but I'm just going to pretend like mine's the only one that does it. You have to be very well-rounded. So you have to take different, you have like tier classes, tier one, tier two, tier three, mm-hmm. depending on what year you're in. And they have to be something like way outside of what you're doing. So I'm an engineering. I was an engineering. I picked as my tier three Russian literature. Okay. It seemed like the right thing to do at the time. Okay. And everybody, everybody in that class, and I can remember the class layout as we're sitting here. I remember what the room looked like. We were in a U and the teacher was walking around in between us. It's called a semicircle. Okay. Yeah. I call it a U. (laughs) And... There was one, maybe two people in there that were actually in Russian literature as uh-huh. a major. Okay. Which I'm like, what are you going to do? Work at a Piggly Wiggly? Right. You can't do anything with that degree. They're, they're probably on CNN right now talking about right. Russian literature. Uh-huh. While I'm sitting here talking to you about... Right. Paul Hetherington. Paul Hetherington and penises. There's <laughs> <laughs> a title for you. Anyway... We had everybody other than those two people was exactly like me. There were physics majors. There were a couple of engineering majors. There were a couple of biology majors. Mm -hmm. They were just in there because it was a tier three and it looked like the easiest of the tier threes that we could take. Why would Russian literature look easy? I don't remember. It's all in Russian. I don't remember what the course. No, I mean, it's translated. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) So. There was all they're talking about is vodka. So we're this is our senior year. Uh-huh. This is our last year. Uh, for those of you who don't know what a senior year is, <laughs> and that's, that's your penultimate. We year. saw that there was a project that was a report on a book, mm-hmm. uh, one of the and you had a list of books that you could choose from, and it was worth twenty percent of your grade. Okay, we all figured out that if you just after we had like two tests, the grading was pretty lenient. Yeah. On the test. Yeah. We figured we could, as long as we just pay attention and and study the notes the night before the test, mm-hmm. we'll we'll get 80% in the class. 
Who cares about that 20%? Ain't nobody got time for this book report because, by the way, we're all seniors. We've all got major projects. Right. So nobody did the report. Okay. Nobody, except for those two. And we get into the day of the final, the day of the final, Darren. Yeah. The building that I was taking this Russian literature final in was across the street from the computer lab. Now, kids, this is back in the 90s. Not everybody had a computer right. and a printer in their room. You had to room. actually wait. You had to wait in line. You had to, to like give the them computer. someone your school ID. Yeah. They would call a number. You would get a computer for a period of time. Yeah. You could print. Everybody would go over to the You could use it unlimited printer. time if nobody needed it. <clears throat> right. Yeah. But this is That's how where was, I wrote my, all my reports. How it was back in the day. Yeah. So as the professor is passing out the final, it's a two-hour final. Okay. He says... Before he starts passing it out, he's like, I want to thank you all. It's been a great quarter, blah, blah, blah. By the way, your report is due at the end of this final period. And I'd like to inform everyone here that if you do not turn in a report, you fail the class. And we all looked at each other because we had all agreed we ain't doing the report. So he passes around the final. We're all like, oh, sh-. uh-huh. So... I rush through the final as fast as I can rush. I don't uh-huh. even remember what the – I think there were some essay questions. I was just writing whatever. Right. I had the book because he gave, he handed out the books that you were going to do the report on. It was about that thick. Okay. Written by some Russian guy. Uh, for people listening, it's like 10 inches. Oh, yeah. And <clears throat> me and half the class ran over to the computer science lab about the same time. I got in front of a computer. I had never even opened this book. And I you were giving down. me a panic attack. I had 30 minutes. Uh-huh. And it had, I remember this, it had to be 10 pages long minimum. I had 30 minutes. And I just opened, I literally just opened to a page and start typing. Uh-huh. I'm just like, just all the bullshit that is in me uh-huh. about. I'm, I was reviewing like a Star Wars uh-huh. thing and then inserting names from the book. I'm uh-huh. serious. I was just like, and then he was on. Moscowin, and he <laughs> met a small green guy called Jehesky, and it just tearing through it, uh-huh. and went as far as I could go. Uh-huh. And there's only like, and you close with like, and the moral of the story yeah. is, is I hope the Russians love their children yeah. too. And there's only like ten minutes left before uh-huh. he's gonna leave the class. And this uh-huh. is in another building. Yeah, I have to cross a street. <clears throat> I have to leave. I have to get. And I, I have nothing left in me. Mm-hmm. And I start manipulating the font size and the margins oh until God. I get it to exactly 10 pages. I hit print. Uh-huh. I run. I grab it. I didn't. I couldn't staple it because uh-huh. I didn't, I didn't R- think about that. Right. I run back over oh my God. to the professor's room. Uh-huh. And I realize that I don't have anything stapled together as I'm going, and I'm out of breath, and so is the other like 10 or 15 people that did the exact same thing that I did. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't, I don't have it. I don't have it. I didn't staple it. I don't have a stapler. And he just kind of smiled at me. He's like, you don't need one. And he put it down. He didn't even read it. He just wrote A and circled it, and he said, what's your name? I was like, I told him my name. Uh-huh. He went down the thing. He's like, you passed. And I was like, that was the most awesome lesson you ever taught anyone is that you can just completely blow off an assignment uh-huh. and not do anything and then just oh my mail God. it in at the last second. I was, I, I thought that was it. 
I was like, because if you fail your tier three, it doesn't matter. My major has nothing to do with Russian literature. Uh-huh. But if you fail your tier three, you can't graduate. That's I, why all of us looked at each other like, holy shit. I had a professor who was handing out all the things, and he says, be sure to read every question before you answer, okay? Oh, yeah. And he did it and hands it down or that. Or at the end, it says something like, pull your the, out or whatever. No, no, no. At the end, it said, y- you don't have to take this final exam. <laughs> and he stood there. Just, just leaning up against the wall, watching as everybody was just yeah. feverishly writing. Mm-hmm. And he had questions. One of the questions on the final exam was, who is Alex Ogborn? Okay. <laughs> Alex Ogborn is a singer-songwriter yeah. who used to perform in bars and clubs all the time in Johnson City, Tennessee. And he was dating a girl who uh-huh. was in the school. And and he, actually, I, I wasn't a friend of his, but my best friend was a friend of his girlfriend. <laughs> and we partied with them one night. Okay. So I knew him yeah. personally. And uh uh but she like talked about him all throughout class. Yeah. And that was one of the questions. And people started looking up like, why is why are we talking about Alex Ogborn? Yeah. You know, and you go through the whole thing and then you get to the last question, last page is you don't have to take this. People, <laughs> people get so pissed. Um, but and then another thing, I don't know when I was in high school, uh-huh. in my high school English class, I would never read the assignments. And I don't want my kids to hear this because I want them to be better students than I was. Yeah. But there was me. Uh, kids, don't listen to this podcast. There was me. There was a girl named Dana. Uh-huh. And there was a guy named Haynes. Okay? okay. And the three of us would sit there and our teacher would start going into the the book. Okay. The, the lesson. Uh-huh. And Dana would say, well, that's a lot like. You know what's going on right now in the Ukraine, or or that was yeah. like a lot like what happened on Wall Street. And I said, yeah, I mean, you know, when they were, you know, everybody was marching, yeah. And then Haynes would jump in, and we'd all start talking about something that happened last week. Yeah, right. Yeah, and we would like like we were inspired by something that happened in the book. Yeah, and yeah. we would talk and talk, and and the rest of the class knew exactly what we were doing. <laughs> we were killing time. Yeah. And our English teacher just loved the fact oh, yeah. that we were so like these kids today <laughs> are able to take <laughs> literature. Yeah. And then it's 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 inspiring them to, you know, yeah. correlate it with things that happened today. Yeah. We just didn't do the stuff. <laughs> So, okay. God, we, I was a horrible student. We we are running long. That's fine. That's what she said. That's what she said. Uh, but I do have one more story that's okay. the same thing. Uh, my friend Tay, uh-huh. uh, he was the best man at my wedding. Yeah. We both went to OU. And his tier three course was something to do with art. And I, you know what? Now that I say this, I don't think it was tier three. I think it was just a general class that he took. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the first day, the professor said, you need to bring a broom to class every day. Okay. It's either a broom or a mop. We'll just say broom. Okay. Uh, so every day people are bringing this broom to class. <laughs> he never mentioned it after the first day. All the way up into the final. Uh-huh. And the day of the final, Tay went to go take the final with his broom. And we were laughing at him. Because <laughs> he looked funny. He really brought a broom. Yeah. A broom. Oh, okay. A broom. Okay. And this was finals week. I think it was our junior year. I think, uh, yeah, it had to have been our junior year because we were all living in a house in Mill Street, me and Box and Tay and another one of Box's friends. And Tay left for his final. We're drinking. It's finals week. We're all done with theirs. Sure. And Tay's going. And he came back like 20 minutes later with his broom. 
And we're like, what the, what the, what the hell was it? And we were, were like, dude, did you have the wrong day for your final? And he's like, no. We walked in. Everyone sat down. They all had their brooms. He walked in and he said, does everyone have their broom? Mm-hmm. And we all said yes. And he's like, you all pass. Have a nice summer. And that was it. All you had to do to pass the final was bring your broom. And he told them every day to bring a broom. Every day they had to bring Uh the syllabus said you're required to bring a broom every day to class. (laughs) And as long as they brought it to the final, they passed the final. That's awesome. (laughs) So I want to tie these two stories together. Okay. There had to have been somebody in that class that studied their ass off for that final. Oh, yeah. And was so pissed. Yeah. When all these chuckleheads came in with their brooms. Yeah. And just passed. <laughs> the same thing with my Russian literature class. Uh-huh. Those two people that were taking it seriously had to be so pissed that they spent all this time on it. And they knew that the majority of us ran over to that room and, yeah. and just yeah. literally handed in bullshit <laughs> that the guy didn't even look at. Literally did not even lift the cover page. I mm-hmm. could have given him 10 sheets of blank paper. Mary with had cover a little page. lamb. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All work and no play makes would, Jack a, a, a dull boy. I would love to read that. Oh, <laughs> I'd love to. Read I don't that. have it anywhere. <laughs> I've found some old college papers, but that one's that one's gone. Oh my god! All right, with well, this one's gone. This has been a good one. Were you going to talk think. about venomous beaver? Oh Jesus! Okay, real briefly. Okay, real briefly. Yeah, if that's even possible. You guys may notice that there's been some pictures of a beaver mm-hmm. on our site. A venomous, beaver. a venomous beaver. Yeah, I'm going to let you guys in on what I'm doing. What we're doing, but basically what I'm doing, um, because I'm going to be going to this concert. We've designed a Venomous Beaver tour t-shirt. Mm-hmm. The one on the site right now it's is... badass. It's pretty badass. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. It's an AI-generated image. Mm-hmm. So I was I was like, wow, that actually looks pretty cool. It looks like a concert t-shirt. I mean, I, I'm going to do some editing to it, but I think it, it, it can pass as a concert t-shirt. Mm-hmm. At the end of this month, I'm going to see the Hue... And Megadeth, Megadeth. And in theory, Five Finger Death Punch. But I think I'm going to leave right after Megadeth. I'm going to meet. You're not going to stay for Five Dinger Fe- Death Punch? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything. I don't know. Dude. Are they good? Yeah. Okay. Are you kidding? I don't know. Check them out. All right. If you, I'll I, listen to a few songs. I will. I mean, not like I have a lot of respect for you now, <laughs> but if you leave and skip out on Five Finger Death Punch, You'll you're lose. crazy. Okay. All right. Maybe I'll stay and see them. Okay. But here's the deal is that my ticket gets me in to meet the hue mm-hmm. or the who, whatever they're called. I'm pretty sure it's not the who. It's the hue. It's the guest hue. And I get to get a picture with them, okay. hang out with them okay. in the VIP area. I'm going, to, I'm going to wear my Venomous Beaver t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Because nice. I'm gonna get and I'm gonna be in a picture with them. So yeah. they're gonna want to see what the shirt is uh-huh. that I have that's gonna be in the picture. <laughs> and here's what I'm doing. Uh-huh. And it's gonna start there. Mm-hmm. I am developing lore and history around Venomous Beaver. Yeah. And I'm going to talk about them like they're a real band. Yeah. We took pictures. Me and Bess took pictures at Glop. There was a stage with a guitar, and I got pictures of me. I'm tuning the guitar for Venomous Beaver. They're about uh to take the stage. Yeah. Um, All these cool things. Yeah, they they got their start like in 86 or 87, Yeah, this is their their reunion tour. Nice. There there was a, a lot of drugs. With okay. Venomous Beaver Band, now, and is, now they're coming. This is their comeback tour. Is the bass player with them? Because uh, he always said he was not going to play with Mark again. He he is. They are on their sixth drummer. Okay, so they're like Spinal Tap. Exactly. Yeah. Um, or Pearl but Jam. yeah, I'm going to push this Venomous Beaver because I 
I guarantee you, somebody's going to ask me about this shirt, and Hello. my hopes are I'm going that to it's push somebody this from the venomous heat. beaver. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I want so bad to get into a conversation with someone from the hue about my venomous beaver t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and a side goal uh-huh. is to impress them so much with my venomous beaver that they offer to let me meet Megadeth. Cause I would really like to meet Dave Mustaine. Dave Mustaine. And if I actually meet Dave Mustaine, mm-hmm. I'm going to have to bring, dude, it's, I mean, I made this, it's funny. Did you ever see when Megadeth Ron Letterman? No. Th- th- Dave was going crazy because Megadeth was coming on, and every time he would say Megadeth, and the Megadeth yeah. logo would come yeah. on, Paul and the band would go ape, yeah. you know, and he goes, I guess that makes me Mega Dave. <laughs> and then Mega Dave would come up on the screen, endlessly entertaining. Yeah. 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 And then uh, Megadeth came out, and I think they scared him, which <laughs> all the bands scared Weezer. He says, What well, Weezer? I think they scare me. <laughs> I hope they're not neglecting their studies. Yeah. Yeah. But my goal, my mm-hmm. goal is to make as many people believe that Venomous Beaver is a real band as yeah. I can. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> All right, guys, this has been episode 106. We want you to go to irritabledadsyndrome.com, listen to previous episodes. Definitely go back. If you haven't heard the best of here, too, that's episode 104. Yep. Download that son of a bitch. You're going to love that one. Go back even further to episode 52. That was the best of year one. If you haven't heard that, you're going to want to listen to that. If you want to support us, check us out on Patreon. Yeah. Uh, we're actually putting up all of our episodes ad free. Yes. So we've started to add ads. Mm-hmm. Ad put advertisements into our show. Yeah. If you want them ad-free, yeah. they're on Patreon. Yeah. Um, there's then, a lot of other cool behind-the-scenes stuff there, too. Seriously, and really, if you could donate a dollar a month, that would help us, yeah. and you could listen to the episodes ad-free. Yeah. So, I mean, any help that you guys can give us, it helps us keep this podcast on the air, because we love doing it, and we're going to keep doing it uh, until one of us is in the ground. So, yep. Yeah. Thanks for listening, and we hope to see you again on Irritable Dad Syndrome. Get fucked. <laughs> what? I'm going to edit it that's out. That's not nice. <laughs> that's not nice at all. No, that's not how this works. No. That's I not how any of this works. I don't think you're supposed to say that. No. Another turning point. A fork stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the wrist and directs you where to go. So make the best of this test and don't ask why. It's not a question, but a lesson learned in time. It's something unpredictable, but in the end, it's right. I hope you had the time of your life. So it's time for the story. So... (laughs) But they bring out the equivalent of like a warm-up act. Say equivalent. You've (laughs) stroked out. They... (laughs) You did everything but go with your forehead on the table. <laughs> your eye fluttered. I think one of your testicles moved. <laughs> Actually, it did. <laughs> <laughs>